Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Yeah. 
Welcome to a very special edition of Rock Strikes 10. My name is Joey. Thanks a lot, everybody, for joining me here today. And you know what today is. It's a day of mourning, uh, but also a day of celebration of the life of a guy who came into this world on December 24th, 1945, born Ian Fraser Kilmister, better known to all of us as the iconic Lemmy, in all caps and a lot of exclamation points at the end there. Uh, Lemmy has left us uh, as of yesterday, which was December 28th, just a few days shy after his 70th birthday. Uh, will he be missed? Gee, I don't know. Uh, if you go look at the outpouring of people of all types of music, and especially rock and roll, Lemmy is already missed. Uh, we're trying not to be too sad about it because, you know, it's... Uh, as my buddy Logan says, it's the price you pay for the life you lead. Uh, but I think even he and all of his contemporaries would uh, be easily astonished and would tip their hat to the fact that Lemmy made it until 70. And uh, that's what he chose to do with his life. And hey, man, he, he lived it to the fullest. I think someone's, I don't remember who said this, but someone said, for every day you live, Lemmy probably lived 10 of them. So, uh, well said. Uh, probably better than I could say right now. What you heard there at the top of the show was a song called Dead and Gone from a very overlooked Motorhead album from 1998 called Snakebite Love. And that's what we're mainly going to do here on this particular Lemmy tribute on Rock Strikes 10. Uh, not just for the sake of rock credibility, but for my personal reasons, going to concentrate mostly on modern Motorhead, uh, you know, with the Lemmy, Mickey D, Phil Campbell lineup, which has been in existence since about 93, I want to say, once they became a solid three-piece, a power trio. Uh, just one of the strongest bands ever assembled was this last lineup of Motorhead, better than any of the other lineups, in my opinion, and that's my opinion but I feel like I'm right about that, honestly. You're going to hear it on this particular episode, just how great Motorhead have remained until their very final day. Before we do that, the second song I'm going to play here uh, was my gateway to Motorhead. To be quite honest, I bought the cassette of the soundtrack to The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2 The Metal Years, that fun metal doc directed by Penelope Spheris. And uh, after the first two songs, I was very familiar with those first two songs, which was Alice Cooper and Guns N' Roses covering Under My Wheels, following up with Bathroom Wall, a live version by Faster Pussycat. So knew those two songs, loved them. And then, like out of nowhere, comes this, Cradle to the Grave by Motorhead. Turn this one up. Ain't so bad, ain't so bad, could have been a loser. Ain't so bad, ain't so bad, rather be a boozer. Standing at the crossroads, see where the wind blows. Following the white line Following my nose You'll be living on a razor's edge Soon as you learn to shave Make sure you live for a long time 
Cradle to the Grave there for you. A song that I found on the Metal Year soundtrack. A song that originally appeared on the album Rock and Roll from 1987. I heard it on the Metal Year soundtrack, but just uh, a song that definitely personifies what you can expect from Motorhead, and I never looked back after that. So, there you go. Honestly, that was my first Motorhead song. Not Ace of Spades. But Cradle to the Grave. Not hating on Ace of Spades or anything. Yes, it is one of the greatest songs ever. And, uh, you know, I-, I know there's probably some hipster press covering the death of Lemmy and everything. I would love to put them on the spot with no phone in front of them. See if they can name two other, just two, two more Motorhead songs that are not called Ace of Spades. 
They could not. There's no way. And you know this. Let's get back into, you know, some of the positivity here. Like I said, I'm concentrating on the modern era here of Motorhead from the last 20 plus years. And, okay, let's say you have nothing of this era. Uh, I'm going to definitely recommend two albums for sure. you got to have these two, which is Bastards and Inferno. Easy enough, right? Go buy those records immediately, like right now. If you don't have them, pause the show, go on Amazon or iTunes or however you do it, or your local record store, and purchase Bastards and Inferno. Matter of fact, I'm going to play you two songs off of both of those albums on this particular episode. I'm going to pad it a little bit with those albums because those are my two personal favorites right there. This one is the opening track off of Bastards. This is On Your Feet or On Your Knees. first song off of the album bastards that was on your feet or on your knees man and then that was from 1993 very quickly followed up the march or die album with that album which uh bastards destroys march or die i like march or die there's a few good songs on there but this one's an mf man and wurzel actually still on guitar as of bastards i think he left just after that 
and then they became that solid three piece with Mickey and Phil, but uh, it still counts as far as modern motorhead in my opinion. So get that record. All right. Uh, the next one we're going to do here and you know, it's funny. You, you could say no hits, all deep cuts, but really, I mean, <laughs> everything from the last 20 plus years is a deep cut. It's not like they had like any like big singles or, you know, cause they had singles back in the day, like in England, you know, that actually did really well. And they even had best ofs and stuff like that out there. There's no best of, you know, the CMC era or anything like that. There's just not, you know, it's just the way it is. Cause there's, there's no hit singles and we don't care about hit singles with motorhead. We just want it to rock and it freaking does. So here's a really cool one from overnight sensation. Another overlooked album, the non stashed Lemmy era along with snake bite love. This one's great, man. Like, uh, I, I, one of the first songs I thought of to do this show with one, you may not have ever heard, but if you have, maybe you haven't heard it in a while. This is shake the world. Check it out.
All right, Shake the World from Overnight Sensation from 1996. Great song there. And, you know, I was going to say really showing off the talents of Mickey and Phil on that track, but that would be pretty redundant. But there you go. I I feel especially terrible, really, for, for Lemmy's family, which I, I consider to be Phil and Mickey. What the fuck are those guys going to do, man? I mean, jeez. And they're such great players. They can still go. Uh, Mickey, one of the best metal drummers in the entire world of all time, honestly. I mean, uh, it, can you f- think of a better replacement drummer in metal history? I can't. Mickey's got it, uh, you know, by a galaxy, in my opinion. But there you go. Uh, here's something from another personal favorite album. I'm always going to have a soft spot, especially for the Hammered record. Because the first time I saw them live, they were supporting this album. And uh, which always consists of, you know, if you've been to see him in the last few years, you you know the same joke that Lemmy tells on stage every time where he's like, hey, we got a new record out. It's called Hammond. How many you got? And then like two people, me and some other dude are going to clap every time. He's like, oh, yeah, well, two people. Great. Okay. All right. Well, here's one from that. And here's one for you, too. You know, and he, and he plays a new song. Always at least one new song from the album. And then uh, all the other classics you, you come to hear. So, uh, here's a really cool track off of Hammered. And this is another really highly recommended record. This this album kills. So good. Uh, Here's one of my favorite songs on it. It's called Mine All Mine. Over and over 
so good there. That was Mine All Mine from the Hammered record from 2002. Definitely check that record out. So many barn burners on there. Besides that one, Red Raw, oh, Brave New World, some great tracks on there. So strong. Just, I don't, I don't know how they kept it up all these years. I mean, you know, it, it's a cliche. It's the, the, I call it the ACDC Motorhead conundrum where you know what you're going to get and you're never disappointed but there's always just little differences just just slight differences but you know and i love that they never let me down i never felt like i was taking a gamble plunking down my cash at the register for them and i i love them for it i'm always gonna love them all right uh, let's move on i talked about bastards earlier and we got one more from that record coming up later on in the show a nice upbeat one for that uh, I'm going to do a twofer now. I don't do these very often, but I just like the uh, you know, kind of the get-up contrast, the, the, the two main speeds of Motorhead, the, the mid-tempo and the very heavy thrash-oriented double bass type stuff. And two great examples on what might be my favorite Motorhead album, Inferno, uh, are these two songs. I'm just going to play them right in a row for you. And uh, I'll tell you about an interesting cameo that takes place during the second song out of this set. So here's a twofer from Inferno. This is Fight, followed by Keys to the Kingdom. Turn these up. Put the bass up, will you? Yeah. 
And there's your amazing twofer off of the album Inferno. That was Fight, followed by Keys to the Kingdom. And a, a thing I really love especially about Keys to the Kingdom, and you just heard it there, there's that part of the guitar solo section where they, uh, it just seems like when they mixed it down, they just uh, faded the drums all the way down to nothing and just let the solo go. And then you get two things that you never hear and would probably never expect to hear on a Motorhead album. One is a string section, and the other is a cameo by Steve Vai. So there you go. You got both of those things going on at the same time. But it just works. I don't know what it is. It's just that part gives me chills every single time I hear it. So there you go. A little fun fact there about that particular recording. And uh, we're going to move on here. I'm going to mention another great song that I didn't play on this episode. Because like I said, I was trying to keep it more modern. But there's a great track. You can YouTube this, or if you're lucky enough to have the Stone Deaf Forever box set, which is like I think like a hundred songs or something, it's out of print. So good luck if you don't have it already. Great set though. Awesome history of the band. It goes up all the way through the end of the CMC era. So I think We Are Motorhead is the last album represented on that box set, but well worth it. And a bonus live disc of stuff that isn't on anything. Uh, but there's a cool song that uh, Lemmy wrote specifically for a BBC documentary called Black Leather Jacket. And it just uh, just nails down, you know, that headcat stuff that he likes to do. That rockabilly, pure 1950s rock and roll uh, that he totally understands because that's when he was a kid, you know, of course. And he just nails it. And uh, I would have played that, but it was kind of between that and this. And I think this one's maybe been heard less, honestly. Off of another tremendously amazing Motorhead album, one of the heaviest albums they've ever done is this album called Sacrifice. And there's just like huge thrash doings the entire album. But kind of in the middle of the album, there's this song, which has a more of a 50s feel to it. You can hear the piano and stuff on it. So really cool track here that I wanted to spotlight on this particular episode. I think Lemmy would approve. So... Off of the album Sacrifice, this is Don't Waste Your Time.
Don't Waste Your Time. There you go. Probably Lemmy's theme song right there. And that was off of the great album Sacrifice, another truly amazing record top to bottom from the modern catalog of Motorhead. And that's what this show is pretty much all about. Trying to shine a spotlight on some stuff you may not have heard or you know, missed out the first time or maybe just collecting dust in your catalog. Who knows? But I hope you enjoyed that. We're going to end here on a couple of, uh, you know, more well-known songs, I suppose, from the modern era. You may know the original version of the song more than the one I'm going to play here for you right now. Really fun song. Our second to last song. And uh, one that always puts a smile on my face. This one, you know, always gets turned up in the car, of course. This is the Motorhead-only version. And I'll explain that afterwards. But this is the Motorhead-only version of Born to Raise Hell.
Ride, the second representative from the Amazing Bastards record. That was Born to Raise Hell, the Motorhead version. Let's go uh, check out Bastards once again. One of my all-time favorites. And like I said, Motorhead-only version because the original version, most of you probably know, was from the Airhead soundtrack back in the early 90s, which also featured Woodfield Crane of Ugly Kid Joe and Ice-T doing some of the verses on there. But this one, completely sung by Lemmy. And I'd played by Motorhead. I hope you enjoyed that one. If you haven't heard that before, let me know and tell me what you think. And uh, the the show's really flown by. You know, so much so I decided last minute that I'm doing a part two immediately after this. So it should be coming out the same day. And I decided uh, part two is going to be a little more loose, a little more fun. And I'm going to call it Lemmy Sings the Hits because there are more than enough cover versions of songs that Lemmy has done uh, that maybe you haven't heard those either. So it's gonna be that's going to be a fun show. This is kind of the wake, and the next one's going to be a little bit more of a party atmosphere. So I hope you like both of them equally. We're going to close with this song here. I will tell this story. Uh, it's kind of a, a kind of a, two really interesting incidents that happened when I saw Motorhead, I saw him live four, five, four or five times. I'm trying to think now, I'm going to say four times for sure. And the first time I saw him was at a place called the Canyon Club, which was a, a smaller club inside of a bigger place, the Bronco Bowl. Those of you from Dallas Fort Worth will remember the Canyon Club, but you know, basically, like uh, I think the capacity was like you know, 700 people, let's say, and that that's probably being conservative. Uh, you know, you, you get a band like Motorhead playing in there. It's it's asses to elbows and nuts to butts, and it was no different that night. Me and Chris went, and, myself and Chris went and saw Motorhead, and they just destroyed it. But the thing I I thought was super funny is that you know Lemmy he he walks out on stage to you know almost like no fanfare, the lights don't go out or anything, and uh, I remember getting even excited when they were setting up after the opening band. And the guy, like, sets up the mic, you know, to where the mic dangles down, you know, <laughs> so he can, like, look up into it. As soon as the guy did that, I just went, oh, so geeky. But, uh, you know, Lemmy, he just walks in on stage, smoking a cigarette, drinking out of a bottle of something. And he's just, like, real casual, like, you yeah, know, I'm going to finish my cigarette here and then I'll play. Don't get, uh, don't get so impatient. We'll start playing in a second, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, for those of you who had the honor of seeing Motorhead live, he just gets up on there and, you know, says, All right, just in case you got the wrong ticket, we are Motorhead, and we play rock and roll, and we're going to kick your ass. And they proceed to do that for a good 90 minutes or so, and they opened up with this song. So, closing out part one of two of our tribute to the late, great Lemmy, this is... We are Motorhead.
Can't think of a better way to end part one than with that one. That was We Are Motorhead from the album of the same name from 1999. That's another great Motorhead record. Like, I think I pretty much got it down the top four of the modern era. Inferno, Bastards, We Are Motorhead, and I'll say Sacrifice probably. Uh, maybe Hammered. Okay, that, there's the top five for you. You got to get those records for sure. That's how I feel. But uh, the the other half of that live story that I was going to tell you, but I was just feeling the moment. had to hear that song right away. And uh, I saw him the, uh, the second to last time I saw Motorhead uh, was over at Gillies in Dallas, which is called Southside now. And they, they've changed it a hundred times since it's reopened. But anyway, it's actually the, that's the same spot where Urban Cowboy was filmed, for those of you out there outside of the Dallas area. That might be a fun piece of trivia for you. So I see him there, and this is actually uh, one of those, that weird tour where uh, Mickey D was not on the drums and Matt Sorum was the stand-in for that tour. I, I got to hand it to Matt Sorum because, I mean, you know, Mickey D is a really hard guy to replace, I would imagine. I mean, not that they replaced him, but trying to get a guy to do that tour, that could not have been easy. And I got to hand it to Matt the biggest compliment I could give him is that, like, you know, a few songs in, I almost didn't even notice him because it didn't sound all that different. He really nailed his part uh, on that tour, so I got to hand it to him. I wish there was good footage of that. I don't know if there is or not, but, man, he did such a great job. And uh, I saw his tribute post out last night, so uh, very classy, very classy. Uh, but, yeah, this was a great bill. It was uh, Motorhead, of course, headlining and opening up was Nashville Pussy and Reverend Horton Heat. That's just one of the great rock and roll bills of all time, in my opinion. So, you know, I've been throwing all these obscure Motorhead deep tracks down this entire episode. I own every single studio album by Motorhead. You know, half a dozen DVDs, the box set, some shirts. I'm a fan. They played so loud that night. And of course, they have the rep of playing you know, extremely loud, even the guys, you know, the, the, the veterans of concert going, you know, you know, whose ears just come right back and their hearing comes right back the next day. And I'm one of those guys, but they played so loud that night, uh, by the middle of the show, like the peak of the show, it was, it just hurt. They were so loud that it hurt like my face, my ears, just my entire head. Like I went into shock and, uh, so, like I said, I'm a fan. I could tell you every song that they played, you know, at every show that I could have possibly taken you to, but there was like four songs in a row, like in the middle of that gig, that I, I, I have no idea what they played that night. Like, I, I, I could not recall it, you know, as they were playing it or immediately after it all. It, it's almost like I blacked out or something because they were just so piercingly loud. So... There you go. If that isn't a tribute, I don't know what is. So uh, I hope you've enjoyed this particular episode. Uh, please join us on cnjradio.com. There's a ton of stuff on there and, and tons of links, and we'll, we'll talk about that more in depth on uh, future episodes. I just I always feel weird doing plugs on a show like this. I think it's tacky, but uh, if you heard this show and this is the first time hearing it, please subscribe at least on iTunes, Rock Strikes 10. Tell your friends and like-minded people, or even non-like-minded people. And please join me here on part two for the big party. You're going to hear Lemmy sing the hits. I think it's going to be a good time. So join me on the next one. 
And until then, have fun. <laughs>